So good morning, everybody. Um, welcome to another version of the Business Builder podcast by Harlan's Accountants. Um, I'm delighted to have uh, a marketing expert, Chris Little-Norsa, who's, who's a friend of mine and knows me from school, which is, which is fantastic. Um, as always with these podcasts, the main aim is for us to share some really good information to businesses across the UK with an aim of helping them build a better business. That's the ultimate bit. So Chris, uh, in 30 seconds, uh, tell us a very quick thing about yourself and uh, why do you get up in the morning then? Uh, yeah, so as you say, I'm a marketing consultant based in Northumberland. I um, offer full service marketing support, but specialise in, in data marketing, really, all areas of that, so CRM, loyalty, emails, direct mail, analytics, insights, all that sort of thing. Um, I get up in the morning to have new challenges, to find new things, to solve problems, um, and to see my kids grow, mainly. Yeah. Two little daughters, love to see that. Yeah, and... and- and tell us a little bit about that then, because you were working for, for a company for a living um, yeah. and you decided to go off on your own. What made you do that then? What was, what was the driver towards going self-employed? Um, so, yes, yeah, so as you say, I worked for big retail finance companies um, down in Manchester for the past 10 years. And when my daughter decided I wanted to move back to the northeast, so she had the well, both of them had the childhood that, that I had, that you had, yeah. that we had. Um, and it was at the point moving back, obviously, I evaluated everything in my life. Um, there was a lot, well, there is a lot with big companies that I didn't enjoy, the, the corporate culture, the politics, the time it takes to make any difference, to, to do anything, really. Yeah. Um, that I wanted to give it a go working for myself um, and have these new challenges, have every day being different to... Uh, have a bit more excitement in my work life and being able to fit my work life around my, my home life. It's really interesting because we, we constantly have these discussions with people who are, have either done it and started their own business or are thinking about it and, and that swaying between the having a regular salary and being comfortable in the status quo to the slight unknown, really. Yeah. Um, uh, going into a little bit about yourself then, if you were going to describe yourself in three words, or a couple of words, how would you describe yourself? Uh, I'm optimistic, strategic, pragmatist. <laughs> yeah. how, would, how would your partner describe you? How would, how would she describe you? Uh, Without any swear words. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Depends on the day. Depends on the time of day. Uh, no, the same. I think, you know, very much a cup half full type of person. So yeah. See the positive. Um, I like to plan, but I also like to adapt um, to, and, to what's happening. And I'm assuming, kind of, you've used those skills as a marketeer. You know, being being optimistic. You, you mentioned the word challenge quite a lot when we were in, in the first part of this as well. Um, what skills have you built up? You know, from working for the corporates that you feel now is is great to pass on to to your clients. Then. Um, yeah, so big companies, they're very good at having a, the, the long-term planning and getting structures in place and processes, um, and and that is very useful for for businesses um, working in that strategic manner, um, and then working on the, the retail side, which is where most of my experience is, you've got to adapt quickly from that, so um, especially in sort of food retail, where people shop every day, you can make 
an impact on them every day. You need to adapt to what's happening in the market, what your competitors are doing. Um, and I think that's that's probably key to what I've learned is the is the balance between the um, the long term planning and the immediate reaction and, mm-hmm. and how you balance that. And and also kind of it'd be interesting to get your view on this, Chris. That the perception for for small medium sized enterprises is I haven't got the time to do that. I haven't got the time to do all that planning. Yeah. Um, I can react as much as I want, but okay, but I haven't got the resource. I haven't got the inclination. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with it that there isn't the time to plan as an SME? Uh, no. I mean, it, it it doesn't have to take long. Yeah. You know, half a day's planning a month. Yeah. And then you've got something to work with. You you know what your long term goal is, um, and then you can work on your steps to get that. But it, it's something that certainly everyone should make time for. And yeah. Get your head up, um, and have a look around. It's like we we we're big advocates of that. You know, the reason why why obviously we got on really well from that is that that working on the business, and not in the business. Yeah. That hopefully, the most successful businesses appreciate that taking your time away from the business is significantly uh, more powerful. Than, than not doing it yeah. effectively. Um, so, so a little bit about your background is that you were a scientist. Yeah. So you studied you know, at physics at yeah, university. Durham, yeah. How the hell does that then link into marketing? Well, it's uh, yes, it's not a very common path. And yeah. I don't think I've met anyone who's had the same background as me in, in my marketing career. Um, and it's, it, it wasn't a planned decision to go into marketing. Um, I started out with a market research agency um, managing their analysis function um, and then moved into the big corporates through the insight analysis side um, and and then moved into marketing because I got sick of making recommendations for what people could do and not making decisions myself um, but I, I think there's quite a lot of correlation between science and marketing and the, the, the area of physics I liked was, was problem solving that's all it was solving how nature works um, and, and that's what marketing is you've got um, the problem the problem might be you need to drive more sales more footfall reduce churn etc but you still should approach it in, in the same manner um, so a, a definition of science actually which was the study of nature through uh, observation and experimentation mm-hmm. um, and that's how I think you should approach marketing a business through observation and experimentation through test and learn test and learn cycles um, and, and deliver through that. So I, I think there's quite a lot of correlation, really. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, in particular, as the buzzwords big data becomes, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of even more to the forefront, um, and the ability to capture data becomes easier. I yeah. suppose um, I can completely appreciate that. So um, you, your skills as a scientist, that data interpretation analysis, have obviously then made, made a major impact yeah, uh, from a marketing perspective. Um, so talk us through you know this this big data piece then this you mentioned CRM right at the start yeah again from a small medium sized business who is just starting off and, and, and looking to grow their business why is data so important why is big data so important to them um, I'm not sure big data is but yeah. data data is yeah. so in my world it's customer data is is key to everything really and I think understanding your customer is what everything every business should should do is, is the start point really um, who the customers are now who their potential customers could be um, and build all activity around that so mm-hmm. build 
you know, what products to offer them, what price, what promotions, how to talk to them, where to talk to them, channels to use. Um, and data just helps you understand that. So, you know, that tells you who your customers are and, and you should build customer segmentations, which can be based on um, what your customers think, what they do, who they are and, and where they live, where they work. The assumption is that that costs a lot of money. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't really. It really doesn't now. You know, there's thousands of CRM systems out there um, starting from really cheap to, cheap to really complex ones that the big corporates use. But you can do it pretty cheap now. And a lot, you know, just based on the web, based on in the cloud, um, or even downloaded to your, your system. Um, yeah. You can do it really cheap, and it's just finding one that works for you, really. Okay. So you, you might have answered my question there, but if when you're going into a, into a business of any size, what's the first thing that you would do then? You know, when you're going into a business and they're saying, Chris... You know, we're looking to build sales. You know, and, and we feel that there's some. We need some support from a marketing point of view. What's the first thing that you would do? What first thing you would recommend? Yeah, so like I like say, we start with the customer. I want to know who their customers are, um, and who their potential customers are. Um, and if they haven't done it already, build segmentations with them to say, you know, to clearly quantify these are the people we're targeting, and importantly too, these are the people we're not targeting. Um, and then we'd work from their target customer and build everything up. Okay, so we've, so we've built the customer segments, we've found out who we want to sell to, who we don't. We've then probably looked at some of the data to say, okay, in an ideal world, we'd like these clients, but we're not selling to them. So talk us through, is, is, there, is there an obvious next step then? Once you've done that real good research analysis, what's, what's the next step after that then for, 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 for the right type of business? Um, so, like you say, so we know we want to talk target and find out how we want to target them and then start marketing activities to that so it might be direct it might be through emails through direct mail it might be through um, a big new branding piece it might be through radio newspaper whatever works for that customer that's I mean that's important that everything comes back to it's what your target customer wants and responds to yeah, there's not there's not a one size fits all in in any of that yeah and you mentioned as well and around the data is there, a, is there an ideal time of how often you should revisit that data again then? You know, so, you know, some people talk about real time, some yeah. people look at it quarterly or the end of the year. Is, is, you know, what well, would you recommend from that? I'm going to go back to it again. It all depends on, on your business. Yeah. Um, so businesses, retail businesses, you know, they, need, they get a lot of data quickly and um, so they need to respond quickly. If you're a big B2B, a small B2B business who's small number of clients... Um, and they don't change often. You don't have to look at the data too often. Um, so it, again, it all depends on, on your business. Mm-hmm. Are there any, um, going into that, you're talking about the CRM systems from sort of small to large, are there any ones that you've used or you're using at the moment or some of your customers are using that would be worthwhile to share with with, with, with the guys who are going to listen to this? Uh, I wouldn't really want to pick one in yeah. particular. Yeah. Um, because they all, like I say, you know, back to the individual business, it, it all fits different needs. Um, so you've got real complex SaaS and SQL based one where it's, it's, you know, you've got hundreds, hundreds, tens of analysts doing raw coding on it every day, um, down to simple, straight email ones. So mm-hmm. Mailchimp, everyone knows, dot mailer, you know, they're yeah. useful for, for small businesses yeah. because they're cheap and easy to use. Yeah. Um, and, there's, and there are free versions of yeah, exactly, that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think the important thing is it's it's easy to use and um, 
and I've seen this done in the, the big companies, where getting the data out of the system becomes a job. You know, that, that's the job, getting the data out, that's the difficulty. It should be, the data should be easy to get, and it's interpreting that and um, applying that, which is, is where you get the power from it. And, and, and speaking from experience here, you know, and, and, and I'm not saying we recommend HubSpot, uh, because it's this thing that we use and it, and it fits with us. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Salesforce and others are, you know, are, are also excellent. Yeah. But um, the challenge that, that we've had as a business, like you say, is a: what data do you um, do you want to hold? Yeah. Um, b: how do you make sure that it's as up to date as possible? Yeah. Um, especially when things aren't automated and you've got thousands of, of contacts. Um, and then c: which be interesting to get your views on. One thing that, that Darren and I, who's our head of marketing, continually kind of have to consider is what are the KPIs that we want yeah. to then derive from that yeah. um, you know for a, for a professional services firm you know we're of course looking like other people do open rates for emails and things like that but um, we don't see footfall yeah. and a lot of that is therefore you have to input that manually um, is there anything that, that you go through with customers to then you know because Sometimes you can try and measure too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, is there anything that you go through with people to kind of determine that that says what KPIs should we should we look yeah, at? Yeah, and that? that's that's definitely a process to go through. And actually, um, when we were chatting, one of the points you said before was you mentioned big data and the importance of big data. And I think big data is is a, is a handicap on, on what you want to do really because you it implies every data point you can get hold of you should put in your system. I've mm-hmm. seen customer views with. Um, you know all your social media feed contacts coming into this one database. Um, you know complaints coming in, and, all. and it's so many sources of data which don't really affect what you want to do to the the customer. Um, and that issue you know, has been prevalent in the marketing industry for the past decade. You know we've had this big data, so everyone's wanting huge databases, yeah. which just makes it difficult to manage, difficult to get the insight, the nuggets out of it because. You're spending all your time moving data points about when and admi- administering it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then usually finding that some of that data is incorrect. And yeah, what you're trying to report exactly. on is accurate. Whereas, yeah. yeah, as you say, the important point is know what your KPIs are, and um, and then working back from that point to get the data that will drive that. Yeah, great. Um, when you've kind of gone through your kind of career, then is there is there a bit of advice that you've had that you sort of go. I love that, and I like to share it with other yeah. people. Um, I'm not sure if I had the advice, but I often think back to the the famous Wayne Gretzky quote: "Yeah, that you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take." And that, especially in the past few years, when I've had my you know, starting my own business, that's become more relevant for me. That you just gotta give things a go. <laughs> um, and if you don't try, then you're never gonna. It's interesting. People people who know me will get bored with me saying the same. But go, a, a, another famous sports person, Babe Ruth, you know, obviously has the record for the most um, the most home runs. Yeah. Nobody realizes he also had the most strikeouts. You yeah, know, yeah, when, yeah, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of go. That's because he was willing to take the yeah, risk. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, and do you think that's one of the, the the biggest challenges for 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 people who are looking to go and market? They're too scared. Yeah, but I think it is. What yeah. they're going to push out isn't going to work, or is going to make them look silly, or, or yeah, something. I think it is. And you know, you know, you see that with with social media and things. You get a little bit of fear when you post something. Yeah, you're not sure what the response is going to be, but yeah, I think you just got to try. You just got to do it. And so how how do you do that? You know, so so people who are who are who are inherently worried that they that about marketing. Is there anything that 
that, that you do going in there? Is there anything that they can that, that they can take away from this? The sort of ghost just just f and do it type of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean it is a, it's a bit of a shift of it's that flick a flick switching in your brain, isn't it? Yeah. Right. You know what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. So take the risk, jump off the cliff. Yeah. With the parachutes. <laughs> um, and and yeah, and keep you. Go back to it and keep your customer in mind. You know, if your marketing is relevant to them, then you know you put it out there. They should respond positively to it, and, and you know have a nice message. So, and I think that's a really good point. Is that let, let's take some step back. So what you, you effectively said, which is which is so clear, is you have to spend some time planning. Yeah. That first point of planning should very much be by directed on the customer. We we talk about buyer personas in our yeah. business, um, and we share that with with other people. Um, so plan, understand your customer, then make sure you're implementing activity that is directed towards the customers that you want and also the ones that you yeah. don't. Then have some regular time to review if that's working. Yeah. Um, but also more importantly, just try it. Yeah, exactly. What have you got to lose? Exactly. Te- you know, I say the science definition: observe and experiment, test and learn, test and learn, test and learn constantly. And- you know, through those iterations, you'll you'll grow. Yeah, great. Um, I think I think we're fine there. I think what Chris has shared with us is so simple, but yet so effective. We've talked about data, um, and without a doubt, as a marketeer in any type of business, and any business owner should be making sure they have some regular updated data yep. using a good CRM system. Plan strategize but don't spend too much time um just do it and then review it on a, on a regular basis yeah. um well thanks chris uh, i very much appreciate it uh, we'll share all this and we'll share chris's chris's details on the podcast if anybody would like to speak to him i'm sure we'd be delighted to um and thanks everybody and we'll see you for, for the next podcast